Anyway, and the Kayak Fishing Show Live, as always, brought to you by Death Wish Coffee. Because I need it to wake up in the morning. And, as always, Ballast Point Brewing Company. I've actually got a new Aloha Sculpin here. So I'm actually going to crack this open right now because I haven't tried this beer. It's their new one. Mm, that's really good. Really good, just like all Ballast Point's beers. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know Jameson, you, you may have seen him on my show. He's been on a few times. Um, I'm going to hide him right now so we don't have to see the side of his head. Um, Jameson has been on the on our show a few times. He's actually the one, uh, as you can tell by that long ass beard who, uh, beat me in the, uh, in the hair challenge, my hair versus his beard. He kept his beard. I had to shave my head. Uh, but we had a great time. We fished together many times. Uh, Jameson works with Jackson Kayak, um, does a lot of their video stuff. Um, he's been with them a long time. He's also did all the uh, a lot of the prototyping and video work on the new Blue Sky um, project. So um, he's where he's going to have a lot of insight on that new boat. So I want to talk to him about that. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the coolest things that you've been able to work on lately is the blue sky project. I know you've dealt with probably from the very first prototypes to it's getting close to a finished product, right? Yeah, it's getting very close. Uh, I can actually see one of the pre-production units from where I'm sitting right now. Um, it, uh, <laughs> it's getting very close. Uh, the molds are being built. I believe if they haven't already been built. Um, so there you go. Um, the, the, it's it's almost a different category man it's like it really is bridging the gap between like a bass boat or a skiff and a kayak um because it has the maneuverability it floats shallow i'm not worried about beating and banging on it like i would a kayak same kind of thing but i can walk around on it and completely move around on it to fight fish and to cast and what i was doing in louisiana actually was i had set a cooler on the bow one of those orions like you've got in the video there and was standing on it to sight fish reds. And uh, so just adding that little bit of, of height really made a difference. Uh, and I was just pulling it or using a paddle to push it around, and it was easy. I've also does, it, played does, it, with, uh, uh, does it stand up paddle pretty good? It does, actually. It, it moves pretty well. It's not uh, as cumbersome as you think it would be as big as it is because you really don't have that much in the water. Um, with the two holes versus like if it was a, a 48 inch wide mono hole, that's a lot of boat to move around. But you're know, thinking about it like it's two small holes that you're moving, not really one big one. Um, it, it it moves pretty good. Um, yeah. It's pretty easy to it's pretty easy to move around. Being able to have two power poles on the back was phenomenal because you can pin it and you're not going to turn or move at all, um, and you just Whatever direction you lock it down in, that's the direction that you'll be facing. The other thing I did that we came up with is a little prototype, and we're testing it. Of course, not really. Um, we haven't gotten, like, all the approvals yet to have a motor on the back of it. But uh, Torquedo sent me one of their 1003 ultralight travel motors. Little oh, I did see that. I, saw, I think I saw a little brief video of that. Yeah, and I put that on the back of it. <laughs> Dude, it is fun. I mean, that's the only way to put it. It is just fun. Just to sit there and cruise about six miles 
an hour, seven miles an hour, and get to your spot, and then lift that out of the water, and then just go fishing. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't often, you know, everybody likes to use the term game changer, um, you know, and, and it's probably the most overused phrase ever, but this is really different. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost a new game, really. I mean, because there's not anything out there like it. It doesn't fit into the boat category or the kayak category. It's kind of creating its own category, and that's right. what's really cool about it. Yeah, and I know there's there's some discussion. I'm going to all the tournament stuff, and you know I don't do much in the way of tournaments on um, whether it would be allowed in some of the kayaking tournaments, and I don't see why it wouldn't be. It's still it, as long as you're doing it human propelled. I don't see what the difference right. is between some of these giant you know, natives and Hobies that are, you know, may as well be little skiffs anyway. Yeah. The, the only thing I know on the, like say the KBF, which we were just at, um, the rule in there that keeps it from being able to, to compete with is that it says mono hole and it's, you know, not a mono hole. It's two separate holes connected together with a frame. Um, but it's, it's not much. I mean, it, it weighs about the same as a Titan. It's, um, probably easier to load and unload because of the built-in wheels. I mean, you just walk it up to your pickup truck and slide it right in the bed of it, uh, fold the wheels up. Um, and the pedal drive it's got on it is the same one that's on the, the FD, the Kusa FD. So. Right. How do you think it's going to do? I mean, because I'm very intrigued by this thing. Um, I mean, I, I, I got to admit it, much more so than the other pedal boats, honestly. Yeah. Um, how do you think it's going to do? I mean, I don't think it's going to be a great what you would call, you know, launching through the surf time of thing. But once yeah. you're out there. I don't know. So with the seat as high as it is right now, I think launching through the surf would be an interesting challenge. Um, but where I think it's just really, really going to excel is uh, any kind of lake, small pond, big lake even, um, you know, slower moving rivers or inshore, um, which is the majority, honestly, of, of where kayak fishing uh, sales are, um, and you know, just anywhere that you can, uh, that you want to stand up and fish, anywhere that you you know you're covering some distance and you want to be able to maybe put the motor on it, um, or just be able to sit comfortably all day. I used it as a camera boat uh, most recently at the KBF, and <laughs> it was just like. It was like being on a bass boat sitting on the front with the, the big pedestal seat. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Um, and there was some pretty good wind and chop out there, and it handled it great. It didn't. I wasn't worried about it at all. Like I said, if I was going to launch it through the surf, you could potentially switch out the post under the seat because it's a standard kind of boat seat post. Right, right. A pedestal. And get, yeah, pedestal. And get that seat down lower. Um, and I'd be up for the challenge. Uh, hasn't been done yet that I know of, so... Well, you know what I what I really want to do, um, if and when I can get my hands on one of these, is I actually want to put one on my boat and take it out to San Clemente Island. Now that would be cool because if you're not if you're already outside of the breakers, then yeah, I don't think you have any issues um, being. Yeah, on. I mean, just being able to stand up in that area and be up so high, tossing the calico bass and right. Maybe get pulled around by a big old yellowtail or something like that. I mean, it just—I I think it'd be really, really cool. And it, like I said, it, it, it definitely intrigues me more than the other pedal boats, mainly because of that higher seated position. Yeah. Because I find the other pedal boats of any brand very uncomfortable. I just—I 
you know, typically you're lower than the pedals a lot of times, and that's not a natural way to try to pedal, you know? It's right. Like, it just seems um, a, a much more natural position to be in um, to me, sure. you know. But everybody's different. That's why there's so many different boats out there. Um, uh, the cool thing, too, like you said, putting it on your boat, is you can actually pull the thing apart um, into three main pieces. you got two holes in the frame, and you can stack it. I'll be doing a putting a video together pretty soon, maybe next week, um, on be showing that. But you can pull the holes off with uh, four push pins. You just pop them, pull them off, and you can stack them on, on the frame and then have it all a neat little tight package like that on your roof rack. Um, so right. So that'd be easy to transport, easier than a kayak, really. Yeah, it just takes a few minutes to, to tear it down and set it up. I mean, other than that, it's super easy. If you have to go that route. Now, for me, the easiest thing, I've got I've got the T-bone from Boondocks. I slide it right in the bed of the truck. I've got a small Colorado. It's only a five-and-a-half-foot bed. It slides right in there between the wheel wheels. I've got the T-bone to help it support it, you know, the extra length. And How long I, is it? I, I, 13 feet, 8 inches. That'll fit, that'll fit inside my Sprinter. That's <laughs> ridiculous. I want to see this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, I mean, I'd probably well, take it not apart. Not only is it weird looking, but to have a guy in a sprinter man pull up and back down and then slide this thing out, that would be a pretty epic shot. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you know, another back, another subject that I wanted to touch on. Um, you were at the KBF National Championship. Yes. Uh, and again, I'm not a bass guy nor a tournament guy. So let, let's, let's, you know, some of the rules on here, I don't necessarily agree with. Um, I wouldn't want it in a tournament, a kayaking tournament, but I know it's all sponsorship and all that. You and I both have torpedoes. We both love them, have a great time with them. I personally don't think they should be allowed in a, in a kayaking tournament. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, just like the, uh, the extreme kayak anglers guys, their offshore stuff, they allow guys with sails. Right. You know, and to me, that's just a, a ridiculous advantage, you know, because, I mean, like, if I was in San Diego doing that tournament, I could I could put up that sail and head out to the nine-mile bank right? You know, while rigging up. You know, it's like, to me, that's this, it's an unfair advantage. Um, and I know, like I said, it's part of sponsorship and all that, and I don't know how what, – what's your true feeling? Should it be allowed in tournaments? So my true feelings are, you know, I'll kind of say a couple of things, you know um, – Number one, like you said, was sponsor. I just want to touch on that because what got it to that level 100% was Torquedo doing what they've done for that tournament trail. Heck yes, heck um, yes. And that guy would not have walked away with that check without him, neither would the second, third place guy. And they had bonus bucks there, so if you were using a Torquedo, they actually put more money in your hands um, because wow. of it. And I'll say this, too. By doing that, they've kind of made it okay in most circles to have a motor, because if you're going to fish on that level, then you have to agree with the, or you mean, maybe you don't agree with them, but you abide by the rules. Well, are you going to go to that tournament and be the guy that doesn't use every advantage possible to try to win a hundred thousand dollars? So if you really think that the motor's an advantage, then, and everyone else is using one, you're going to be like, well, I got to put one on my boat because I don't want to miss out on a hundred thousand dollars because I don't want to use a motor. But my true opinion is, is this, um, I think that, you know, it's it's kind of like if I want to fish a tournament 
and I think it's okay to have a motor, then great. If I don't think it's okay, I'm like, you know what? I just don't agree with the motor part. Then I don't have to fish those tournaments, you know, and I like using the motor. It's fun for me. Um, and it does give you an advantage, I think, in a lot of situations. But if you look at the tournaments that have been won, uh, and I don't know if the winner had a motor in this particular case, but some of the ones last year and the year before, there weren't the, the winners. A lot of the guys up top didn't have the motors on them. So Drew finished fifth, and he didn't have he didn't have a motor. He was actually fishing a river. Um, so while I think it's an advantage, and I've even seen it with the pedal drives. Um, you know, I used to fish the IFA Redfish Tour, and having a pedal drive. Uh, I felt like was an advantage because you can just make more cast uh, when your hands are free in certain situations. Um, so while I still love the simplicity of grabbing a paddle and hitting the water, it's also fun for me to play with the motor and to play with the pedal drive. And so I don't know that I really swing one way or the other. Like I don't think it should be allowed or I think it should be allowed. I just think that, if you if you personally don't want it, then don't fish it. And if you do want it, then you know, fish it. You know, and as far as it being an advantage, um, as long as everyone has the opportunity to go add that to their boat, um, it may be expensive. But if you look at the guys fishing BASS or FLW on that level, um, those guys put in the work. A lot of them are no different than you and I uh, or anyone else for that matter. They put in the work to get the sponsors or to figure out ways to get what they need to get in order to compete against the guys that are running 250 uh, high output motor outboards on there and have the best electronics and have that stuff, you know, right. They got to that level because they dedicated and did what it took to get those sponsors or to get those items they needed to get to be competitive um, with everyone else there. So while I think it, you know, I do enjoy fishing the ones that don't have or don't allow motors, you know, I think that if they do allow motors, I'm going to figure out a way to have one on my kayak if I'm going to fish that tournament. So it's like. Right. Uh, yeah. There's so many different ways of looking at it. If you want to be part of that tournament, then it allows motors then have a motor. If you don't right. believe in it, don't fish in those tournaments. Yeah. And, you know, I just, like, my thing is like, if you're calling it a kayak fishing tournament, I, I don't know. I, 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 it likes to at least keep it human powered and you know again and that's in my opinion right. and again you know like i said with the extreme kayak angler thing uh that that even takes us to another i mean these guys are in that hobie adventure island it's a basically it's a trimaran it's a sailboat, sailboat. <laughs> yeah, it's a sailboat. you know it, it it's it that's that's completely different levels being able to troll from the sail rather than you know paddling or pedaling or whatever <laughs> you know yeah. it, it's very different so yeah, it is and it's it's you know the sport has changed I mean, I haven't been in it nowhere near as long as you have, and it's changed so much just in the short time that I've been involved in it, just seeing more kayaks and now, you know, basically boats um, that they've become. And, you know, so I, I don't know. I don't know, you know, what the – I don't know that I, I, I choose a side one way or the other. I just know this, that the KBF would not be what it is today if it hadn't been for bigger sponsors like Torquedo and uh and all that but i really appreciate you being on here it was a lot of fun i know it was last minute so uh yeah and sorry for uh, all the jumble up <laughs> that's not a problem man so uh i'm gonna click you off and i'm gonna just go over a couple things with everybody else here and again thanks so much brother yeah man see you soon bro take care again i really do appreciate you all being on here with me remember if you're going on the water always wear your pfd 
hold your paddle right side up. Cheers. Have a good day.